You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance. Of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into Epcota. Welcome to Ed Coda. I'm Liam. I'm Jim. And I'm Chris. This is the experimental podcast covering our Disney adventure. Each week on Epcota, we are recapping and rating the attractions we experience at the most magical place on Earth. And this is episode four, the Twilight Zone Tower of Teta. Which is very appropriate for spooky season. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like what we do, please take a minute to write a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at Epcota, which is spelled E-P-C-O-D-A, We'll be posting photos from our trip, the Epcota score for every attraction we do, and more. Plus, you can send us a message if you have ideas on things you'd like to hear on the show. Now it's time to buckle in, get on a creepy elevator, and talk about the history behind the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. In the year 1923... Twilight Zone Tower of Terror opened at Disney World in July 1994, back when Hollywood Studios was called Disney MGM Studios. Eventually, Disney would open up similar rides at Disneyland in California, while Disney Studios park in Paris and Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay, so what the ride is? It is a dr- it is a drop ride where in each car, 21 people can ride it, and it's a ride you get in and goes up and down. There is a story to it. We'll talk about like. How like how the order of raises and drops goes later on in the episode. So the Imagineers asked the elevator company to do what elevators don't do to drop. They're not supposed to drop, but they're like, hey guys, make the elevator drop. And the funny thing about that is, and this is from the behind the attraction on Twilight Zone Tower Terror, which you should totally check out if you haven't watched it. We had the bellhop from that episode. That is true. The bellhop from that episode was our bellhop for the ride. Or one of them. Not the one from Paris. The one at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> the one from Paris. One of the things that's funny about that, though, is so when they finally did that and dropped it in free fall, what happened? Oh, <laughs> when they dropped it, was too slow for them. Right. Gravity was too slow. So they... They asked. They they basically came up with the system to make the ride drop faster than the speed of gravity. I'll say that again: faster than the speed of gravity. Think about that for a moment. But I, I do think it's so funny that like they went to this elevator company. And it's like we want you to do the one thing that y'all are not supposed to do: make it drop, and we'll pay you a million bucks for it. I don't know if they said that. But. Probably a million. <laughs> I mean, like, there was a big task. I mean, they had to make it go, like, left and right. Yeah. Not just up. So the Twilight Zone is what this is themed off of. Do either of y'all know what the Twilight Zone is? I know it's a TV show that is, like, twi- kind of spooky. The Twilight Zone in the TV show is a fifth dimension where weird stuff goes on. Sometimes creepy and sometimes just weird. You got that from the internet, didn't you? Yes, I did. The Twilight Zone was a television show. It aired, I think, in the 1960s. It was hosted by Rod Serling. It was an anthology show that mainly dealt in science fiction and the paranormal. 
in a lot of different ways. To the strange. Yes. And so when they were designing this ride, they wanted to have a supernatural element, and they had to figure out a way that was different from the Haunted Mansion. And so being it was Hollywood Studios, decided to go the route of this very well-known property. Like I said, Rod Serling hosted the show. Interestingly, <laughs> Rod Serling was dead for a long time before this ride was made. And so to have Rod Serling be a part of this, they used some Twilight Zone footage that he had done, but they also hired someone to be a sound alike for it. Okay, the fact that you didn't know what the Twilight Zone was, Jim, did it make sense? Was it still creepy? Yes, it did make sense because the ride has its own story. It does not depend on That's true. the TV show. It's not based on I an mean, episode. It still has the host in it. Can you tell us what that story is real quick? Yes, I can. So the story is that in the prime of the Hollywood Hotel, there was a rooftop party and five guests got into an elevator. And there was a mysterious, strange, paranormal lightning storm that just appeared out of the blue with no warning whatsoever and struck the side of the hotel. Kaboom! The elevator fell back down, and bodies of the five guests were never found, but two wings of the hotel disappeared, revealing the elevator. Vaporized. Revealing the elevator shafts to the outside, so you can see them from the outside. They were elevator dead. Was, the, uh, the hotel was closed down. People were told to leave. They left all their belongings, thinking that they would come back, thinking that it would reopen. It never did. And then, eventually, they found that the doors had been, that they heard spooky music coming from the upstairs, like it had never left. And people started coming back in again. And, and getting on the elevator. With the spooky bellhops. Because when, you know, there's been a great tragedy that had supernatural origins, and then decades later it just mysteriously opens up with really creepy jazz music, you're like, yeah, we should go on that elevator. I think it was a teenager who started it. <laughs> All right, one last thing in history. The drops. Because there's been sort of an evolution of this, hasn't okay, there? yes. So when Twilight Zone Tower of Terror opened, there was only one drop. It just dropped once. Can you imagine waiting as long as we did for just one drop? No, not at all. I can. That, it was boring. Would, I didn't even go on the ride. That'd be, that'd be boring. And then eventually they updated it in what year? To two, 96, I think. In 96, they upgraded it to two drops, where it dropped once and then it dropped again. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, better... Yeah, it's still pretty boring. It's still pretty boring. Yeah, and then after that, 1999, they put three drops in, where it dropped once, mm -hmm. it dropped again, and then again, which much which, better, better than one and two. I was gonna say, based if you were coming to that from your experience of having only done it the first time, you'd be like, wow, that's three times the drops. I know. <laughs> I don't know. That's just basic math. I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I know. All right, but then, but okay. that's not what we experienced. Yes. Okay, what year did they switch it up? I think it was 2003. In 2003, they switched it to, there was random, like an algorithm that synchronizes the drop. I think there were four, four. random drop sequences. Yes. Three of them, you just, you drop and raise. Eventually, you stop in the middle for a photo, because that's what Disney does, and you can buy the photos. But then, like, it stops and drops. That's what three of them do. One of them actually go like you're bracing to go down. One of them goes straight up and then goes down. Would mess me up so much. Which I think it's just hilarious. Which is um, why you should try when, to prepare for anything. And as far as the randomization of it, like it drops different distances. It drops it, different. As far as when times. it goes up and down and things like that. It drops so, at different times. But it's four sequences. So I guess if you write it enough, you would be able to experience all of them. But you don't know because it's just like Jim said, a computer algorithm that's randomly selected. Yeah. Which is cool, and but makes also, it for a much better ride. But also, at the same time, don't get your hopes up to try to get all the things, because you might just get the same thing over and over again. True. Okay, that's some of the story behind the ride. Now it's time to talk about our adventure.
So first of all, me and my mom did not ride it. I cannot handle drop rides. And my mom had a really bad experience with it. I won't go into it. That's her story to tell. Yeah, that's her story to tell. She has been on it several times before, including with me. Yeah, including with you. I did not ride it, so I shall not be in the segment because, well, my adventure would be waiting in the line, which was pretty boring. Although it's a very lovely line. We waited in line for a really long time. How long do you think it was? Two hours? No. Hour, maybe? There was like 95 minutes. Maybe. I don't know. The reason why we waited in line for such a long time because... It shut down once, and then the line got moving again, and it shut down again. True. Because, you know, when you're dropping a elevator... Two elevators. ...that many feet, you want it to be safe. Yeah, definitely. So it's good to shut those things down sometimes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention that it is 199 feet tall, the tower. 199 feet and 11 inches. Is it 11 inches? Like all the way to the end? Yes, it's because if it was... 200. If it was 200 feet, they would have to put a safety light on it, and they didn't... For airplanes. And they thought it would look ugly with a safety light It would not look right with a safety light on it. So it is just barely less than what they're required to by law to have the safety light. But anyway, we were in the line for a long time. Yes. EA and Liam, they waited in line with us. We had a fun time. We played Heads Up Star Wars. They went to the pre-show. That's true. They went with us the whole entire way until we actually got on the elevator, and then they got on a different they, elevator. They got on the real service elevator. To go down to the gift shop. Yeah. And, and then one of those cool stories that happens at Disney, uh, we got to know some of the people who were in line with us. We were actually just talking with EA, my wife, the boy's mom, and we were trying to remember who, what their names were, and we don't remember what their names were. I'm pretty sure one of their names was... I'm not sure about that, but they were really nice, and so they talked to us and talked to Jim about what the ride was like, what to expect, where the best places to sit were. Oh, yeah, they got us a seat in the front. They got us a seat in the front. It was just, it was a cool little Disney experience that we had there. So you go through a courtyard, there's like this jazz music playing. Yeah. You go into the hotel, there's cobwebs everywhere, it's creepy. What's your take on what the inside of the hotel's like? It looks like a legit abandoned hotel. So the pre-show, basically he told us the story about how the people died. Who told us the story? Uh, The host of the Twilight Zone, what's his name? Rod Rod Serling. Yeah, yeah, Rod Serling. So you go into like a library and there's like a lightning strike and And a TV comes on. Yeah. Yeah. And then the TV comes on, Rod Serling's there talking about what happened. And how you're going to fill some vacancy. And And you're going to ride on the same elevator. They won't check out. That all these people disappeared on. You go down into the boiler room. Yeah. And that's when we parted ways with EA and Liam. I went on to the actual service elevator. What was the actual service elevator like? It was just a regular elevator. There wasn't anything exciting about it. Pretty boring. It was pretty boring. And then, Jim, we got, like you said, in the front yep, you're in the of the very, elevator. Very front of the ride. And like y'all mentioned, if you watch the Behind the Attractions, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror on Disney+, Plus, there's a bellhop from Disney Hollywood Studios who's in there talking about the ride, and he was our actual bellhop. So, describe what happens next, Jim. Okay, so they load you into the elevator, and then you go up, and basically there's this scene, like the five ghosts appear, the four guests and the bellhop. They show up. You see, like, ghosts of them, like, projected images. And then it goes up again to another level, and the elevator goes forward. Which, which is not something you expect with an elevator. No, no, no. Elevators don't do that. They don't go forward and backward. They, they go up and they go down. That's it. Basically, like, you go forward and, like, you describe this room. It's like, it is like a, well, it's like a creepy Twilight Zone hallway. You go out, and you can see how, like, there's two different tracks for, depending on the elevator shaft you come out of. Yeah. But you go, and there's ghostly-looking people, and there's clocks, there's eyeballs... 
probably other spooky things. <laughs> I don't remember. We were about to drop really far, so that was kind of what my mind was focused on. Yeah. Oh, and, then, and there's, like, stars and stuff like that, too. Oh, yeah, but then you get to the end of the hallway, and there's a click. Like, it locks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a click. And, like, the door from the hallway that you came through shuts, and then... Rod Serling says something ominous. Yeah, he says something about, like, filling some vacancy and never checking out. And then... You'll never check out. <laughs> and then... You drop. You drop. Yeah. What did it feel like to drop? It felt like dropping, but fat. It felt like falling, but faster. <laughs> was, it, was it fun? Yeah. Was it scary? Yes, it was really um, fun. I'm also pretty sure my heart would have got. I'm also pretty sure my mouth wasn't shut. My what? heart would have popped out. Why did Why did the nice ladies we were in line with? Why did they say we needed to sit on the front row? Because it was cooler. It's cooler. You had Funner. so when you're when you're dropping up and down, like the doors open, and so you can see out over Hollywood Studios, which is a really cool. View. Not just Hollywood Studios. That's... So yeah, you go up and down. You scream. Wee, wee. Ah, ah, pictures ah, ah, are taken. It stops. Takes picture. Briefly, yes. Yeah. So you drop. Lots of screaming. Ah, um, ah, ah, ah. What was it like when we finally stopped our terroring? <sighs> what uh? What did you? <laughs> I think that's what it was like. Something yeah. like that. You do get to the bottom, and then there's like a little wrap up with Rod Serling. Again. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He says next time you check into an, an abandoned hotel on the backside of Hollywood, make sure to check what type of vacancy you're filling. That's true. I think that's it for our adventure. Yep, that's it. Now it's time to talk about our third segment. Did you get sick? Yes, kind of. I so I am not a fan of drop rides. This is like one of the few drop rides I will actually do. I got a little bit motion sick, not so much from the dropping. I think just from the jerking of up and down. But it wasn't it wasn't super bad. Like, I wasn't dizzy coming off of it, but I couldn't have gone right back on and done the exact same thing. It was impossible for me to get sick. Liam did not get sick. Now it is time to talk about how we would make the attraction even cooler with Plus It Up. Plus It Up! Plus It Up! Plus It Up! Alright, so in the spirit of Walt Disney always wanting to plus up his parks, let us talk about how we would make... Tower of Terror even cooler. How to plus it up? I I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could do more drops. I guess you could do more randomization. But it's it's like a pretty... It's an e-ticket... It's an e-ticket... It's an e-ticket attraction. It's, it's pretty great as far as the type of ride that it is. You could maybe change up the story if you wanted to. No. I don't, I don't think so. In, in California Adventure... They had Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and they redid it to be Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Which is Guardians of the Galaxy themed. Right. It's still a drop ride, but it's just it's like... Still, it's Well, it's a little bit different as far as like the physics of it. You kind of like... It's more chill. No, I would say more, chill. More. You sort of hang a little bit more at the top, so it's kind of like you're bouncing almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think they would do Guardians of the Galaxy for one reason, because there's the... Cosmic Rewind at, at Epcot. Epcot. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think that they're, I think that people like the whole Twilight Zone vibe. Yeah, spooky. Yeah, I they don't... like the spooky thing. I guess you could redo the story maybe if you wanted to. I don't think so, though. You don't think so? One thing that I would do is, specifically, like, when it shows the projection of those ghosts, one thing that I would tweak a little bit is make them, like, technology's better now. It's been a good... Yeah, I still thought it was pretty good. It's been a good while. I feel like we could just make them a tad bit better, but... Like my dad said, I don't really know how to plus it up more drops, more animation, faster if possible. No. <laughs> well, I mean, good job, Disney Imagineers. You, you, you've kind of stumped us on this one. Yeah, good job. Now it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. Rate it! 
Okay, let's explain the scale again. You enjoy explaining the scale. Yeah, I do. So, it's 0 to 10. 0 is, I'd rather wait in line for the bathroom than do this ride. So, not a good rating. 10 is, this was the best ride at the park. So, good ride. Alright, so how about you go first? <laughs> okay, yeah. My score is a 9 out of Whoa. 10. I really like the ride. I mean... Thrill rides are my thing. I really like them. I thought the story was also pretty creative and good. The queue was pretty good, too. I did not give it a 10 because, again, they can't all be 10s. And also... There is a ride that you think is the best ride at the park that's going to come later on. Yes, 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 of course. So, 9. What did you give Smuggler's Run? Did you give that a 9 also? I gave it an 8.5. Oh, an 8.5, so even higher than Smuggler's Run. Well... I think it's just because I like the thrill more, and also I think Razorus isn't slightly overshadowed Spunkler's run. Like sure. It. Nine, that's really good. I am going to... Okay, like I said, I don't really do drop rides. Yeah, you don't. But I can admit when there's a really well-done ride, and I would definitely go back and do it again, and so I am going to give it an 8.3. Why are we going so specific? Okay, so I'm sticking to the to the to the ones and the and the Okay, fives. you want me to explain my logic for you r real quick? What? Okay, so 8.5 is like it's really close to being perfection. And I can't quite go there, but 8 also feels too low. So I split the difference between 8 and 8.5 with an 8.3. Okay, that's, that's fair. I, I feel Thank like you. it should be 8.25. 8.25. That would be exactly halfway. We're sticking to the tenths points okay, of decimals. Fine. Uh, I don't have a rating because I didn't write it, so in anger. Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Marvel of architecture. Almost 200 feet tall. Great thrill ride. A classic. Thanks for visiting us at Upcoda. If you liked our show, please subscribe and feel free to give us five stars and write a review. And join us every Tuesday for a new episode. Next Tuesday is Halloween, so we're going to switch it up with a special movie episode where we will talk about both the 2023 oh. theatrical version and the 2021 Muppet version of Haunted Mansion. We'll still do Distory, our adventure, plus it up and rate it, and instead of Did You Get Sick... We'll do Did You Get Scared? <laughs> See you next week!